Good evening, Mervi And we are in the middle of Perek Ches of Shahra Chuvar And last night we learned the middle category. Chavis describes to us a situation where the Baal Tshuva could actually be, in a sense, greater than the Tzadik Gomer who never sinned. In the first category, he said that a Baal Tshuva, who after he does Tshuva, could be equaled to a Tzadik. The Tzadik never sinned. And now the Baal Tshuva, who now begins to do the Averis that he has, the, does starts to do the mitzvahs that he has neglected to do until now. If he's done a proper tshuva, he's now coasting along together with the tzaddik. They're on par, they can be equaled. In the chelik hasheni here, Chavasavava says, if you have a person who did certain averis, not severe averis, as we'll see in chelik gimel, in the third category, where there it requires more than just tshuva to bring up the person to speed, to wipe out the averis completely. But if a person does what he calls a chet katan, in other words, it's an avera that doesn't come along with it, kares, it doesn't require suffering in order to eradicate and erase the the damage done by the chet. But a, uh, we'll call it a, a, an avera that we find ourselves often transgressing. Perhaps a chilol Shabbos, or eating something that wasn't kosher, eating something without a bracha, or lashon hara, etc., etc. These types of Averis, if a person does tshuva properly, has to be properly, it has to be with all the conditions, all of the elements of tshuva have to be checked off. Charota, Aziva Sachet, Vidui, Bakoshes Mechila, and Kabbalah ala Osit. That has to be done. But once that's done, then Chavazov describes to us a scenario where now the Baal Tshuva is actually in a better position. What he calls that he has a Yisrael ala tzaddik. He has an advantage over the tzaddik. How could that be? If a person never sinned at all, he hasn't, uh, he hasn't come into contact with neither the Ashamnu side of Averid, bringing destruction and desolation to himself and to the world, and the Boganu being a traitor rebelling against Hashem, that's the tzaddik. Here you have a Baal Tshuva, who indeed he's done Tshuva, but in what way is he greater? Chavis Avavis told us tremendous insight. And we'll just pick it up at the end. We'll be lending off last night. Like one of the tzaddikim told his students, Had you not sinned at all, any of you fellows, I would have been very afraid for you. I would have had to be afraid for something that is even greater than a sin, more dangerous than a sin. They said, What is worse? What is greater than a sin itself? So he said to them, Pride and praise. And El Gaiva. Gaiva, a person who is stricken with arrogance, a person who falls into the trap of arrogance, it's his Yetzirah pushing him into it, and he starts to feel proud about himself, he starts to get pride, look at this, he's such a tzaddik, he hasn't sinned, he never did this Avera, he hears about a person, some person did an Avera, and then he did Shuvah, he says, I never did that Avera at all, not only that, I once 
had a challenge about that Avera. Maybe I was even tempted to do that Avera, but I never did it. And that could bring a person in his mind to Gaiva, to be a Baal Gaiva. And we know how severe Gaiva is. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is disgusted by people who are arrogant, who are haughty. And in here, in this, in this realm, the Baal has an advantage because the Baal has a certain innate humility now that he knows he's done an Avera. He's not perfect. He's corrected himself. He's come back on the, back on the path. He's now doing the correct things. He has remorse for what he did, but he knows in the back of his mind he was not perfect. And he did sin. He did fail. Now that's always in his mind's eye. And it's always, he always has to know that. And he always has to be careful not to fall into the trap again. And that itself could prevent the person from becoming a Balgaiva. And in that, that was the intent of what Chazal say. The place where the Balchuva is, in other words, what he's gone through and where he is and the way he thinks about things in himself, a tzaddik can never come to that. In other words, a tzaddik can never be sure, can never be as protected from falling into the trap of Gaiva. And again, here we see of how much the the Chavis is conveying to us the sakona, the danger of becoming a Balgaiva, of becoming haughty, for a person to think that how worthy he is and for a person to get pride in himself, a person to think, wow, you know, I'm such a tzaddik, I learned so much, I finished this amount of mesechtas, I've given this amount of money to tzedakah, I'm such a balchesed, I'm so good to people. Sometimes we even feel this when we do a small chesed. We sort of pat ourselves on the back, you know. I'm a pretty good guy, look at this, look what I did. I went out of my way for this person. And we start swelling up with gaiva. The Rav Desla writes in a place, that's what we daven every night by Marv. Hashem, please remove the satan from in front of us when he's trying to get in our way to do the right mitzvah. Or if we've done the bar mitzvah, he's behind us now, pushing us, pushing us from the back. Hey, now be a bar Now, Now feel good about yourself. So we ask Hashem, please take that away. So I promised last night I would mention to you two short divrei Torah that tie in to one last week's parasha, one this week's parasha, that really connect to this idea of Chavos Avobos. And both of these Svarim quote this Chavos Avobos. The first is, In Parshas Bahar, last week's parasha was Bahar Bechukaisa. There's a Pesach at the end of Bahar that says, If one of the Gentiles around you and amongst you become wealthy, and one of your Jewish brethren become destitute, they become poor, to the point where he has to sell himself, this Jew has to sell himself to this non-Jew. As a slave, can't, can't afford to live on his own, sells himself as a slave. The Pesach says, After he is sold, you could redeem him. And you should redeem him. A relative should redeem him. A, a close relative, a, a 
further relative, we should try to redeem this this Jew and bring him back and put it back on his feet. We don't want him to obviously be, be living with this non-Jew and his and his family and be influenced in a terrible way. So the some Seifer says we could also see a little bit of a remez, an allusion in this Pasuk to what Chavis Havav is saying right here. And I'll read you his words. Ki lefa'omim, sometimes, mo'il letzadik avera achas, sha'asa, yoysim ikol metzvaysav, sha'asa kol yomav. This is the words in the Chavis Havav. Some Seifer is quoting. Sometimes you can have a tzadik who does one avera, that is greater than all the mitzvahs that he's ever done in his life. Wow, how is that possible? How is it possible that the best thing that ever happened to the person is that he did an Avera? Explains the Chsam Seifer. Shai, they always say achet because by doing an Avera, he's able to acquire the trait of humility. By sinning, of course we shouldn't go out and sin, that's terrible. But if a person does slip up, He'll, he can know afterwards that that chait could now bring him great things. The truth is, the Gemara tells us, the end of Mesech Yema, that a chait that tshuva is done on, now that chait turns into a mitzvah. So we see from the already, Chazal already telling us that you see a chait could be redound in our favor. But here the Chassam Sefer is explaining that by doing a chait, a person acquires a certain humility and lowliness on himself. So that's the Pshat in the Pesach. Who is this Gentile we're talking about? That's the Yetzirah. He has become wealthy, you know, he's become powerful, the Yetzirah. And one of your brethren become poor. Who is that? That's the person who has sinned. But he becomes poor, he becomes lowly. He became humble by virtue of the fact that he sinned, and now he knows he's far from perfect, so he becomes humble. Once he's sold, and he has this trait of humility, oh, that's a tremendous geula, that's a tremendous redemption for him. As a remise to this, the Chesam Sefer says, it says a Pasuk in, in Novi, I'd be believe it's Malachi, about Aaron HaKoyen, Toiras Emes Hoysam Befiu, what does it mean that the words of truth were in the mouth of Aaron HaKoyen? Because we know Aaron HaKoyen was very involved in the Cheta Egel. And because of that, he acquired the trait of humility. He had an added element of humility. And MS, Teiras MS, says the Chassam Sefer could be understood as an acronym. Aleph, Mem, Tov. Aleph stands for Eifer, like Avram Avinu says, a sign of humility, the Gemara says. Mem from MS stands for Mo. Venachnu Mo. Moshe Aaron says, Venachnu Mo, you're complaining against us, Klaus, or what are we? A sign of humility for Moshe Aaron, the Gemara says. That's Aleph and Mem, Efer and Mo. And Sof is for Toilas, like David Melech says, Venachi Toilas, Veloyish. I consider myself a worm and not a human being. That was David Amalek's expression of humility. These are all des- described in the Gemara and Chulin as acts of humility. So Aaron HaKoyen also possessed that. Why? Says the Chesam Sefer, because he was involved in the Egel. And since he was involved in such a terrible sin, it brought him this new added element of humility, Teiras Emes, this added Torah of humility was with him. 
So here we see the greatness of doing a chet because it could bring humility and stop a person, protect a person from the danger of gaiva. We now go to Parshas Bamidbar, this week's Parsha. And interesting, we find about the Levim, Hashem says to Moshe, don't count them together with the rest of the Shvatim. They're special. Don't count them from 20 years and older. Count them from one month old. Count the Levim. They're special. Rashi, they're They're my special army, the Levim. And one reason is because they are going to be chosen in place of the Bechirim, trace of the firstborn. The firstborn really was supposed to serve in the base Hamidosh, but Nebuch, they sinned at the Egel Azov, at the golden calf, and therefore they lost that opportunity. Who was he given over to? To the Levim. The Levim did not sin at the Egel Azov. On the contrary, when Moshe Rabbeinu says in Parashik Caesar, Mila Shem Eli, who's with me to to eradicate the perpetrators of the Egel of, of the Egel Azov, is Vayeyaswal called Bnei Levi. All Bnei Levi came and joined Moshe Rabbeinu. So where Baron Leib Steinman Zatzal has a fascinating question. Move forward to Parshas Kairach. Kairach stages a revolt against Moshe Rabbeinu. And we know there were people from Bnei Ruvain over there, but most of the people who sinned in Adas Kairach, the Ramban tells us that Parshas Kairach was from Shevet Levi. So says Baron Leib, I don't understand. Shevet Levi? They were the Ligyoyne Shalmelech. They were the ones who never sinned. They didn't even get involved in Egel Azov. They obviously trusted Moshe Rabbeinu tremendously. They obviously gave over everything to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They killed their own brethren. How could it be all of a sudden they joined Kairach's team in a revolt against Moshe Rabbeinu? Says Rabbeinu, possibly we could understand it based on this Chavis Avavis that we just learned here. He says, on the contrary, because they were so perfect, because Shevet Levi never sinned, because of that, they became Balei Gaiva. Like the Rebbe told this Talmidim here, Oi, if you would never have sinned, I would be something. I would be worried about something worse than sin. Rebbe, what's worse than sin? Hageus Vachanov. Pride and praise. Says Rabbi Leib, maybe that's the Pshat. On the contrary, particularly because they didn't sin, because they were so perfect. So the Yetzirah got him from the, from the back. They got him from Acharenu. He got him from behind. Oh, you're so perfect. And he pushed him into Gaiva. They became a little bit full of themselves. They became proud of themselves. Look at this. Look how perfect we are. With the Ligene Shomelech. Look how perfect we are. And because of that, they fell into the trap of the Yetzirah. And when Kera came along... They said, it's true, you know, we are also, we're very great people. Why is my Shabbat taking this all for himself? I think Kairach is correct. Kairach was part of those people who fought in the, against Claudius Egel. He was also Shevet Levi. He also was a great tzaddik. And that brought Gaiva upon themselves. And that was their downfall. An amazing thing we see over here, that there's such a balance. On the one hand, we of don't, don't want to sin ever, of course not. But sometimes when we are so perfect, we must be so careful. We must protect ourselves, be ever mindful that Chas Vishalom, the sun shouldn't push us into becoming Baal Gaiva, because that's the worst Sakona. The worst thing, even worse than an Avera, 
is becoming a Balgaiva. Tayavas Hashem called Gvalev Hashem considers it an abomination for anyone who is haughty in his heart. This is the the Chelek Hasheni of the Chavis Avavis is the three categories here of Baal Tshuva. This is the Baal Tshuva who in a sense is greater than the Tzadik Gomer. Mitzvah, tomorrow night we'll see the third and final Chelek where the Baal Tshuva is less than the Tzadik Gomer. Agut Tenacht.